Good Friday, everyone, and welcome to the weekend. Um, You are likely experiencing some really, really nice, awesome weather out there right now. And I wanted to deliver some good news to you guys, especially... And and again, I keep talking about it uh, just about every episode um, to really get those fall feels jumping and really get you excited for nicer weather. So let's dive into it, guys. As you can tell, today started out really nice out into the uh, upper 50s, low 60s in a lot of places. Where clouds hang tough for most of the day. Um, some sun and clear skies did come out a little bit later in the day, but clouds pretty well won the battle for most of the day. But uh, high temperatures stayed in the mid to upper 70s. And... Tomorrow and Sunday, we got a little bit more of a chance uh, in the way of some rain showers. It's not going to be a washout by any means, but this is a long uh, cold front. Uh, And just ahead of um, a deep trough, it's set to take over the eastern half of the country. Uh, This is a pretty deep trough for this time of year. So as you can imagine, it's also going to bring a lot cooler than normal weather as well. Um, through the weekend, uh, high temperatures likely going to stay upper 70s, low 80s. Um, if you get in on more sun than other areas, you're, you're definitely going to be in the low 80s. But either way, not going to be a lot in the way of humidity. It's still going to feel nice compared to what we've felt over the last couple of weeks um, as a whole. Now, as we get in towards midweek next week, as you know, I have preached and preached about how Uh, Tropical systems tend to be bullies for uh, weather patterns, and I'm going to continue to preach it. We currently have, um, I haven't checked the latest update, but it's either a very strong Category 4 or Category 5 right now, uh, Hurricane Lee, major hurricane. So far, the strongest one of the year. I know at one point, uh, Lee had winds of 160 miles per hour. And when I say that, I'm not saying how fast Lee is spinning. I'm, I'm saying that that is what is being measured. Winds was measured blowing at 160 miles per hour. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, too, um, I'd, I'd have to clarify on it, but I'm pretty sure that's sustained, meaning that uh, what was recorded, registered, measured, whatever you want to call it, winds were blowing at 160 miles per hour for at least a minute, at least 60 seconds straight. So that's something to keep in mind when you're talking about how powerful and potent this system is. Now, Lee is continuing to move northwestward at about 14, 15, 16 miles per hour. That's been the trend of late. And Lee's gonna pass just north of uh, Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic and take a turn northward. Now, where Lee makes a turn at, um, how soon, how hard of a turn, that's gonna determine a few things because, uh, you know, there's a couple different things in the atmosphere and I'll spare you guys the details for the millionth time. But, um, you know, instead of going into them for the the millionth time, but basically, uh, you got a couple different things at play. Uh, I believe it was a high pressure, and then uh, to the north and east, and then you've got that deep trough coming in and uh, west of Lee uh, in the eastern half of the country. 
What could happen is Lee could be pulled. We'll be turning to the north. We know that much. But where and when is uh, the current question. Um, and so what could happen is Lee could get turned out to sea. Harmlessly. Pass everybody. But Lee could also be pulled in westward enough with enough influence by the trough that's coming in. Um, again, this is a deep trough. It's It's strong and has a lot of influence right now. So with enough influence on uh, Major Hurricane Lee, it could pull Lee up into the New England states, and you could be seeing a, um, a rare uh, landfall as a hurricane in the northeastern states. Now, would Lee still be Category 4, Category 5? That's highly doubtful. Um, Lee's going to go into some much colder waters or cooler waters, and we'll lose strength because warm water is ultimately the fuel for tropical systems. So, but could maintain strength. Once you get into colder waters, uh, these tropical systems, they tend to move a lot faster anyways. So with enough forward speed, um, Lee could maintain hurricane strength, maybe category one, possibly category two, um, upon a hypothetical landfall in the Northeast states. Um, but again, just hypothetical. We're still watching. We're still a week out from a possible landfall. So let's, you know, let's, let's, let's watch everything one model run at a time, a trend at a time. But anyways, um, that deep trough is also going to bring even nicer weather than what you've seen today. I'm talking about two, possibly three days in a row next week where temperatures start in the upper 40s. And three, possibly four days um, where temperatures struggle to get into the low 70s. And there might even be a day or two um, where some locations don't hit 70 degrees for a high. And I'm talking about with wonderful conditions. Uh, no humidity, of course. Um, maybe a few clouds in the sky, mainly clear skies. So we're talking about a real deal blast of fall air. And if, if you're not ready for fall yet, um, you're going to be after this. And speaking of fall, you know, I get asked about this type of time of year, um, you know, the color change. When, when will the leaves change? Um, so folks down there in the Smoky Mountains, I can't, can't remember exactly their, their name. They're really, really good at forecasting, um, predicting the fall foliage uh, across the country. And right now, based on trends of this year, and it's looking like peak fall foliage um you're looking at somewhere around october 20th october 25th somewhere right around that area now of course you're going to see them start changing colors before that but this is peak that's the best time for colors. so a couple weeks ahead of that i'd say probably maybe the start of october you start seeing some of these color change around here but we get into our peak right just about a week or so before halloween and once we're into, you know, usually Halloween into November, we are past peak. So 
the trees are almost bare at that point. And I do want to touch on something. Um, already being asked at this point, um, what my thoughts are on the upcoming winter. Well, I'm working on that right now. But I do want to share something with you guys without throwing too much out there too early because, you know, technically you can only accurately predict exact weather patterns about three days ahead of time. But we can fairly have a decent handle on what a pattern is looking like. And of course, that could change from one day to the next or week to the next, month to the next, whatever. But right now, the way that systems have been moving in, uh, patterns have been going with deep trough in the east, um, you know, warmer than normal in the southwest. You've got a southwestern high sometimes that we deal with. Um, just the way that the weather patterns are shaping up and the ocean's heating up. Um, you know, as a winter weather lover, you have to lock um, the position of how everything's setting up because it does not look like this pattern's going to break going into fall and the early part of winter. It, it actually looks like we're going to continue what we've been experiencing over the past month or so. Um, and and that's, that's what I'm betting on right now because... Now, that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to have a um, more active than normal winter weather season. And I would be crazy to tell you that from this many months out. But we're in September. It's time to start looking, um, you know, at some of these um, seasonal models, uh, analogs, things like that. You guys know me. I've been looking at analog models for months now, trying to get a, a handle and a good idea. Um, you know, some are kind of looking a little similar to last year where you've got a high pressure in Canada, going to force a lot of cold air down easily into the central eastern part of the country. Uh, some are a little bit different. Some are a slight troughing just off the Pacific Northwest, um, a big high pressure ridge, um, northwestern part of the country allowing for a trough to dig down um, a little bit further west into the central part of the country and coming back up before you get exactly to the east coast. Now, these are analog models. They're trying to match up weather from the last 70, 80 years in some cases. So, yeah, we, we got a decent idea of what things are looking like, but nothing definite. But I will say, the pattern... Um, the analog models, some of the seasonal models, you have to like where it's trending if you like snow. Um, because a deep trough in the east, if it's deep enough, that trough can actually connect with what we call a subtropical jet stream, which the subtropical jet delivers warm, moist air out of the Gulf of Mexico northward. And when you get those two to meet with cold air, that's when you start talking about these big-time winter storms that like to roll out from the south and roll up northeastward through um, the eastern part of the United States. And it's also those same setups that not only can produce a lot of heavy snow, but it can also produce a lot of ice storms. So with deep enough troughs setting up, 
um, like one that's going to be setting up here in just a couple of days. Um, we need to watch how these start rolling in. How many of them do we get? Do they continue? Are they consistent? Um, and, you know, hey, are we funneling enough moisture up into these? Because, if, like I said, if we get those to connect, you can get in on a couple of these um, significant winter storms anywhere from the Ohio Valley down to the Deep South. Um, but guys, I know I've crammed a lot and I've taken a lot of your time today. I'm going to have more updates as needed, especially on the Facebook page, uh, Clayton Banks Weather. Uh, thanks for joining me today, guys. Have a great weekend. Stay safe and take care.